Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of This Week in History with me, your host, Dan the Viking. Now, for those of you who do follow us on Facebook or have listened to any of the shows recently, you will know that we have been away. I say we in the sense of me and my father. We have been uh, on holiday in Poland for the last week um, and haven't been able to do an episode. So we are actually going to do a catch-up episode. Um, For those of you who aren't aware... We travelled to Auschwitz um, and saw the concentration camp. And there's a lot to be said about the place. And I think it would only be fair that we do a recap of our trip um, together. Now, at the moment, I'm not currently with my dad. So we're going to do that uh, at a future time and a future episode coming up. um, And we'll see... Like I said, there were things, for those of you who have listened to the Auschwitz episode, it's a long, long time ago now, but um, there were a few things there that uh, were a bit more shocking than than what I was anticipating, um, and I did learn quite a bit as well, so although going into it, having done my research on the place and knowing things that happened there, and um, when you see it, it's uh, just a very, very different experience, so... We will do a catch-up episode on that um, and talk through some of the extra bits that we didn't really know um, and that weren't spoken about in the original episode. So that that is coming up. Um, for those of you who did send us uh, some money, there was a few of you who sent us uh, sort of uh, a little bit of money to, to buy some drinks while we were out there. So thank you very much. Uh, you guys know who you are. Um, for those of you uh, who missed the chance, uh, I'm sure you can you can get on with us and get onto patreon that's always a good way to to support the show if anyone does want to get onto the facebook group um it's this week in history on facebook you'll find us on there and there are some videos that i took from uh, auschwitz and and some pictures on there as well so um yeah it's not for the faint-hearted uh it's certainly somewhere it, yeah it's a very strange place to go so um for the, if you have been obviously you know what i'm talking about if you haven't been and it's uh, somewhere i would say that it should be on everybody's bucket list um just to to know where it happened and yeah it's a uh, it's an experience let's put it that way but without further ado we shall get on with this week's episode now i thought i'd go back to a little bit of a i would say a lighter episode um it's more of a a fun episode Um, and we're going to be going all the way back to the golden age of piracy now we have done an episode on blackbeard again that was quite a long time ago and i've wanted to do another pirate one for a long time but trying to find the right pirate to do is not always that easy because a lot of the stories are very similar you know band of buccaneers getting a ship finding a trade ship holding up ransom to a town and things like that they're all very similar some of them have got big treasures some of them have taken down big galleons and they're quite interesting but this particular pirate is extremely different mainly because it's a woman Uh, this is the story of Anne Bonny so Anne Bonny the probably one of the most famous female pirates ever to live now records say that she was born around 1700 we're not exactly sure on the date but 
which we'll go with 1700 that's what uh, most sources say she was born in a town called Kinsale in County Cork in Ireland she was uh, born to her mother was a woman named Mary Brennan who was a housekeeper and her father was a lawyer called William McCormack now McCormack was Mary Brennan's employer and at the time they were having an affair because William McCormack's wife was quite ill um, so being a bloke he decided to sleep with a house guest or the housekeeper so that's how she was born she was born essentially illegitimate but was well looked after by her father at a younger age um, William and Mary actually left Ireland and moved to London when they moved to London they took Anne with them and Anne was disguised for a, a fair time in London as a boy she was dressed as a boy she went by the name of Andy um, rather than Anne and that's kind of how they tried to to move past the illegitimacy of her birth didn't really work out for them and they ended up the family ended up moving to Carolina there uh, William McCormack dropped the muck from his name and became William Cormack uh, mainly because well the Irish weren't very well received uh, in the the new the new world so it blended in a little bit better with the people um, he did quite well there uh, they started they had a, a fairly difficult start in Carolina but he managed to use his basically his knowledge his his work from being a lawyer back in Ireland and got himself his own business and actually built up to the point where they owned their own plantation um, Mary Mary Brennan passed away when Anne was around 12 years old again the dates are a little bit speculate um, and that obviously shook her quite a lot she was now with her father and only her father and yeah it just she had a bit of a difficult time from there on and kind of led her away from her father she was said to be very very attractive she had red hair which obviously at the time was extremely rare in the americas and made her a bit of a catch for a lot of people problem is as for those of you who haven't met a redhead before what comes with the attractiveness is a very fiery temper and Anne certainly had that at 13 years old she allegedly stabbed one of her servants um, so yeah she had that fiery temper and an attitude to rebel against her father she met James Bonney um, there's not really a, a specific date for this but we can assume it would have been around 14 15 years old and she had an affair with this man her father massively disapproved now it wasn't the age it was the fact that james bonney was a notorious pirate at the time and he was evading the law this didn't sit well with her father and her father basically said if you carry on in this relationship then you have nothing to do with me and you have nothing to do with the family estate so Anne did what any rebellious teenager would do and she ignored her father and followed her heart essentially she followed James Bonney Anne and James left um, 
North North Carolina, I believe it was North Carolina, but they, they left Carolina and moved to the pirate haven of Nassau, which was uh, New Providence Island, or what's now called the Bahamas. This was around 1718, so Anne would have been around 17 or 18 years old, and they were married. Now you'd think at this point, they've finally moved out, they've got a pretty good life, they're a, an, an island where essentially the crown won't hurt them a lot of people on new providence island at the time had king's pardons they were evading the law or they were essentially still out as pirates um but it was a safe haven for people who lived there james didn't really fit in Uh, although he had that history of piracy he became an informant for the governor of new providence island and his information led to the arrests of quite a few pirates and even the death of some of them as well. This was not something Anne agreed with. Obviously, moving to this new area, moving to this new place and becoming an essentially a grass wasn't part of what she wanted. She didn't agree with this and they had the couple had some very heated arguments about this and Again, this is one of the things that led her away to a life of crime. Whilst in Nassau, she met a man named John Rackham, or more commonly known as Calico Jack. Now, they had an affair. Jack became quite obsessed with Anne, Anne very much obsessed with him, to the point where Calico Jack actually offered Anne's husband, John Bonney, um, a dowry to buy her out of the marriage this was flat out denied and in answer to that she just decided to escape she got on board the ship with jack and was on her merry way she'd left her husband back at nassau and she moved on with her life she was on a ship with men and she was actually hidden on the ship as a female her and another female pirate named mary reed they were well at the time there was a superstition uh, for women on ships and they basically had to be disguised as men now again this isn't the first time Anne was disguised as a male but the only people that knew she was on the ship as a female was calico jack and again the same with mary reed now mary knew that anne was a female but anne did not know that mary was not at the start and it did become a little bit obvious at at a certain point that anne was definitely a woman and how would it become obvious well she got pregnant jack obviously had to hide her but you can't really do much about a pregnant belly that's uh that's pretty obvious so he ended up taking her off the ship took her to cuba where she gave birth to their son once the son was born she rejoined rackham back at sea they actually got married at sea um and essentially her marriage to john bonnie was over at that point now where she becomes famous at this point everybody knows she's a woman and the stories go that she was very very fierce 
very violent. Uh, when they would take ships, she led from the front. She would be up there with a pistol and a sword, um, and she would be one of the first buccaneers over the the, the guard uh, onto the other ship. One of the funny things about her story is she used to do it topless, okay? Um, now, obviously, at this point in, in time, there was no real no real way of being topless. So what she would do, she would wear a corset um, and nothing else, essentially, when she was taking a ship. Now, that might sound a bit weird, a bit funny, but what you've got to remember is if you're defending a ship and the first person you see coming at you is a very attractive redhead with her boobs out, I'm not sure many men are going to pull a sword and try and cut her down. So it obviously worked quite well and she became quite notorious for that. Um, Now, Jack, Mary and Anne, they ended up taking a ship that was moored in Nassau called the William. And this was the ship where they did most of their their piracy from. Um, they did it all around the Caribbean, mainly around Jamaica. And Anne actually fell in love with Mary. She said she had very feminine features and a very kind face, and she fell in love with her. Jack obviously was getting quite jealous about this, as I'm sure you can understand, and revealed to Anne that Mary was, in fact, a woman. Now, bearing in mind, she'd been on a ship with this woman for probably six to eight months at this point, fought alongside her, but didn't know that she was a woman. Now, there are uh, stories about them having an affair together. There are stories about them having a a, th- a thruple, I suppose is the word, uh, between the three of them. Um, and there are also stories that Anne and Mary... Uh, did nothing but fight after it came out that she'd essentially and realized that she'd been lied to what stories we believe when it comes to piracy is open to discussion we're not really sure um i would say that my personal opinion is the fighting is probably more likely um just on the basis that women don't like to be lied to so (laughs) That would be that would be where I would go. That she was probably a bit hurt by the fact that Mary knew she was a woman and she didn't know Mary was. I think that might have had something to do with it. Um, unfortunately, their piracy didn't last very long, which is a, is a main you know main story with pirates. Their careers or things like that that sound so fun and exciting don't really last that long. She became a pirate in. 1718 and by 1720 in october 1720 uh calico jack was attacked by a sloop um which was under captain john uh, jonathan barrett um which was under law was it under law or under order sorry from governor nicholas laws now nicholas laws was the governor of jamaica and they were basically set out, we need to get these guys, you know. Jack Rackham, although may not be the most notorious pirate in the world, he has stolen ships, he has stolen and plundered. Um, and Anne Bonny was one of the most notorious pirates in the Jamaica Seas at this point. They were all captured 
and they were all sentenced, uh, convicted and hung. Anne and Mary were captured. Um, There was a story at the time that people believed that Anne Bonny should basically get a lighter sentence and mainly because her dad was um you know quite well connected with the the plantation owners around jamaica he was quite a famous man essentially and quite powerful that she should be given a lighter sentence possibly not sentenced to death because of this we don't really know very much about it but we do know that jack rackham uh, was was hung and from that we get probably one of the most famous lines ever said by any pirate ever and these were essentially Anne Bonny's last words to Jack Rackham now if you thought she was heartless out there killing people uh, she stabbed a, a girl at 13 years old uh, th- threw her dad's fortune away left ran away to become a pirate then cheated on her husband then sailed the seas killing and capturing ships well this is how heartless the woman is Uh, allegedly her last words to jack rackham were had you a fought like a man you would not be hanged like a dog so yeah so the woman the woman was a bit harsh you know i'm not gonna lie she had uh she certainly had an evil streak to her jack rackham was hung and Anne and Mary were sentenced to death. Now, both of them managed to get a stay of execution, and this was because, believe it or not, they were both pregnant. Again, um, well, Anne again, I don't know if Mary was pregnant prior to that, but they were both pregnant and they got a stay of execution. It didn't go so well for Mary. She actually died in prison in April Uh, 1721 we think she may have died through complications from childbirth but we're not a hundred percent sure could have been anything in prison uh, especially back in the 1700s could have been literally anything any disease starvation malnourishment um, dehydration anything Um, but we we assume that it was through complications of pregnancy but what happened to Anne Bonny now, this is one of the most biggest mysteries in pirate history. Nobody knows. Nobody knows if she died in prison. Nobody knows if she was actually executed. And nobody knows if she escaped. The common stories go that she died in prison and nobody wanted to make a spectacle of it and nobody wanted to really push her to the forefront of the news because her father was quite famous or, or quite powerful and then no one really wanted to to push it that far by you know upsetting him and things like that but there is quite a lot of historians believe um there is this story that she escaped now not escaped in the conventional sense that she dug her way out of prison but the fact that her father i'm assuming would have known that she'd been arrested, that she would have been sentenced, and used his political influence to, let's say, swing the uh, scales of justice in her favour. Um, there is a story that says her father used all his political prowess to get her out of prison, and there is another one that says that she was allowed to leave on the 
provision that she went back to her father's plantation and lived a normal life. But we don't know. And this is one of the biggest mysteries of piracy. And this is one of the best things about pirate history is nobody knows the answer. You know, nobody knows the real the real stories because very, very little of it was written down. And what was written down was written down by the people who captured the pirates. So this we don't hear very much about Anne Bonny and her um her exploits with her breasts out attacking merchant ships in the Caribbean. We don't hear a lot about it because very little of it has been written down. The people who who would have seen it were probably dead. You know, the people who would have been able to tell their story were silenced, essentially. So we don't know a huge amount about pirate history, and what we do know is very, very limited. Again, a lot of what we do know comes from sagas from other pirates at the time. So again, when we're looking at historical text and things like this, we've got to be open-minded and we can quite clearly say things like, well, you can never be 100% sure that the person writing it was not writing it just to sell it. These aren't biographies or, um, you know, handwritten first-hand accounts. These are stories that are written years later through word of mouth and the stories can change. So a lot of pirate stories are essentially just that. They are just stories. Um, But what we do know and the facts of what we do know are that she was married, she became a pirate, she married calico jack she um she was a buccaneer she was out there stealing pirating killing um and she was possibly one of the most notorious pirates uh, in the golden age of piracy again we have to be open-minded when looking at pirates but i find her a fascinating story and the main reason i find it fascinating is women weren't really allowed on ships now they were allowed for sea crossings and voyages from one part of the land to another but actually working on a ship sailing on a ship doing the things that the men were doing was completely frowned upon the you know it just didn't happen and to think that this woman hid in full view of hundreds of men every day and got away with it essentially is uh, is is an amazing story on its own but she is definitely one of the most famous pirates in history and definitely worth a mention on this podcast which is why I have done a little episode on her so for those of you who have listened and have got all the way to the end of the episode thank you very much for joining me this week um, I know we have been a bit slow like I did say at the start we have been a bit slow with these episodes mainly because we've been away um, but they will be coming back we will have these episodes coming uh, thick and fast for you uh, hopefully I will be able to get with uh, my dad soon and uh, do another episode like I said we do want to do a catch up of our little trip to Auschwitz because that was a fantastic trip um, I will say this, I say it every single week, guys. The best way you can support this podcast is to like and share and subscribe to this podcast. So whatever app you're on right now, whatever you're listening to me on, just hit the little subscribe button 
it works absolute wonders and it does help my ratings um if you can help us financially that's always a, a fantastic idea um if you do have us on patreon that is the best way to do it you do get all these adverts uh sorry all these adverts all these episodes advert free I'll put my teeth in before I say that again. Um, and you will get access to extra shows as well. So those of you who are on Patreon, you know who you are. Thank you very, very much. Some of you guys have been with me for well over a year. Um, fantastic. you know. And ask any of them, ask any guys on Patreon um, what they think. You'll know who they are. If you're on the Facebook page, you'll know. Just put a little question up. What does everyone think of it? Um, it is it is fantastic, and it's five dollars a month. So, you know, it's not even the price of a coffee nowadays. So, um, yeah, get yourselves over there and uh, help help my podcast grow. You know, we we have sort of stagnated a little bit the last sort of six months. We're staying around the same amount of listeners. Around two thousand of you are coming back every single week, which is amazing. Um, but I do want to try and push that, guys. If you can help me out. Um, the only way this podcast can grow, the only way I can get more listeners, the only way I can reach more people is by you guys sharing it. There's 2,000 of you out there listening right now. If you can share this episode with one more person, that doubles my audience. And that's That would be amazing. Um, so, yeah, if there's any of you guys out there listening, just think, Do you know what? I love these episodes. I can't help him on Patreon. I will subscribe though, um, and I'll tell you what. I'll I'll tell me mum, or I'll tell me best mate, or tell me dad, or whatever. Um, just let people know because the more people that listen to this podcast, the the better it is, um, and the more people I can reach with these amazing stories. So, yeah, please like, share, follow all of that, and uh, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.